How did Mariners fans feel about the team three years ago? We're going to look back on that and how things have since changed here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Friday, March 3rd, 2023. This is Tidy Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners podcast, which is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our patreon the link as well as our social accounts is in the description below on the show today we're going to look back at a survey we conducted back in 2020 to gauge the feelings of mariners fans and compare those results to a similar survey we conducted a few weeks ago then later on we'll wrap up the week with a few quick spring training notes but let's get into these surveys colby back at the start of the pandemic when we you know, when spring training was canceled and we didn't know if we were going to have a season or not, you and I were still writing over at a little website called Soto Mojo. For those that don't know, that's the Seattle Mariners blog over on the fan side of network. And you and I were trying to figure out what to do for content. So we put out a survey to gauge the feelings of Mariners fans on where they stood with the uh, with the team and, and the rebuild and Jerry DePoto and Scott Service and the like. And this was a very different time for the Mariners, even though that it was only three years ago. This was well before they won back-to-back 90-game seasons and ended the drought and made the playoffs and all this stuff. And Julio became a thing and, and all that. This was back when, you know, Justice Sheffield and Evan White and Kyle Lewis were expected to be big parts of this rebuild. And... I mean, this was even before the Kyle Lewis Rookie of the Year season because we still didn't know, again, if we were going to have a season or not at this point. So a lot was different at this time. So you have the survey there in front of you. Uh, Let's go over some of these results, kind of react to them. And then, you know, a little later on, we're going to get into the 2023 survey that we did and kind of compare and see where things stand now. Yeah, um, so we should note that uh, this is no way a scientific poll or anything like that. Um, the questions, I mean, obviously the pool of, of answer. What do you call people who answer the testers? I don't know. Um, they are different, obviously, um, than what they were three years ago. And the questions are slightly different because obviously we had to update the new survey to um, you know, accommodate the changes that have happened. Um, so yeah, it's, it's no way scientific. It's more entertainment purposes, but I do think it's, it's kind of fun to look at how, uh, a general Mariner fan, uh, kind of has had their feelings change over the last, uh, three years. And, and, uh, so yeah, most of the questions are very similar or identical. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, uh, this first survey, the one we did in 2020, we got 335 respondents. Uh, the one we're going to do in 2023, we got 260 roughly. Mm-hmm. So again, not scientific in any way, just more entertainment purposes. So yeah, where do you want to start, Ty? Because we have, we uh, in these surveys, we ask people who should be inducted into the Mariners Hall of Fame, uh, who should have their number retired. How do they feel about the Mariners rebuild? How do they feel about the Mariners future going forward? 
how do they feel about Jerry? How do they feel about Scott? That type of thing. So where do you want to start? Let, let's start with the, the, let's just get the general stuff out of the way, like the hall of fame and, and all that stuff before we actually get into the nitty gritty of the rebuild and Jerry and Scott and all that. Sure. So obviously things have changed in this regard uh, with the, with the Mariners hall of fame, because some of these guys from the 2020 poll have since been inducted or will be inducted into the Mm -hmm. Mariners hall of fame. And they're who you would expect, right? Back in 2020, 312 of 335 or 93.7% said that each deserved to be in the Mariners hall of fame. And my first thought was, what's up with the other 6.3%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What are we doing here guys? Yeah. That's uh, that seems low. Uh, the next highest, uh, was Felix Hernandez, 310, 310 votes of 93.1. Again, what's up with the other 6.9% of you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a layup. Wait, 6.9 you say? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, (laughs) yeah. So some other notables, uh, in this, in this, particular question uh kyle seager came in third with 47.4 percent so most people said who took this poll said no kyle seager doesn't deserve to be a mariner hall of famer yeah we'll see how that changed uh Mm -hmm. fourth fourth highest number of votes is uh rick riz who's only at 46.5 percent which Mm, shame on on y'all shame on y'all yeah yes but uh we'll, we'll We'll see how he did uh, in 2023. Uh, and then, you know, the rest are various. Raul Ibanez has got 29.7%. Mike Cameron got 336 mm-hmm. Uh Nelson Cruz got 27%. And then just Whoa, a handful of other players. Low. Yeah, Even, though, even uh, though he's not eligible, which he should be. But yeah, no, Alex really Rodriguez hard. only got 19.5. Like, <laughs> so... As yeah. to be expected. Yeah. Right. So... Yeah, two no-brainers, Ichiro and, and Felix, and obviously Felix is going into the Mariners Hall of Fame, you know, this this summer. Yeah, and Ichiro went in last summer, so right, pretty much nailed that one. Um, as for jersey retirements and whatnot, ninety-two um, percent hmm. said yes to Ichiro for fifty-one. Uh, what might be interesting is that only forty-eight point nine said yes for Randy Johnson, fifty-one. Wow. wow. So yeah. Less than half of the Mariners fans thought that the best pitcher in their franchise's history and Hall of Famer should have his number retired, which, eh, okay. Hmm. Um, Felix was a lot lower than Ichiro, only 78% in wow. this uh, in this poll, so 255 out of 335. Uh, but, you know, some other notables here. Um, Lou Pinella's number 14 got 32.7%. Uh, Jamie Moyer's uh, number 50 got 20.2%. Mm. Uh, and you know, Dan Wilson got 10%. Alex Rodriguez got, uh, 3%. So, right. Yeah. You guys are, or you guys were in 2020, not feeling particularly great about honoring the past of the Mariners. That would be my general, because I mean, like a significant number of you are like each your own Mariner hall of famer. No. Yeah. That's, <laughs> like, that's on, sus. Come that's on. sus. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into this rebuild stuff because you've read this uh survey off to me uh a few weeks ago but i don't really remember it but i i I feel like it's going to be fairly negative towards the front office and the rebuild skeptical at least yeah the thing you have to remember about us is that because we're conducting the poll um largely through people who follow us on twitter is how we get the word out 
our base of, you know, responses is, is going to skew more in our line of thinking, right? Like, I guess, yeah, it's yeah, just the way it typically point. works. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, overall this is from May of 2020, uh, 334 respondents. Uh, they said that overall the Mariners rebuild 75.7 said that it was on the right track as of, oh, okay. There we uh, go. Um, 11.4% of them called it an early success. Uh, mm. so take with that what you want. <laughs> that could mean, you know, Oh, it's starting out well, but yeah, we'll see. Or it means, oh yeah, no, it's it already worked. Um, six point three percent said it was doomed to disaster, and six point six percent said it was on the right track. So, in twenty, uh, basically in twenty twenty, May of twenty twenty, twelve percent of people, actually thirteen percent of people, thought that it was going poorly and it was going to end disastrously. Mm. And then 11.4% were like, mm, I wouldn't say that it's, it's, it's an early success, but I wouldn't say that it's definitely on the right track. So there's some ambiguity in the early success question. So it's a little difficult, but 75.7% uh, back in 2020 said that they felt the rebuild was on the right track. All right. I mean, again, I, I guess because we were so positive about the rebuild and, and very excited about what we were seeing and, and the process from, Depoto and company that you know most of our readers would probably feel similarly and i guess that's that's ultimately reflected here so that, that does make sense um right. it is funny to hear that people uh that there is a, a pretty uh, i mean six ish percent of the of the vote is is fairly significant i would say uh would would think that it's just it's doomed <laughs> before we yeah. even got to see the 2020 season which is really when we first got to see a lot of these young guys come up and that was and that was even you know a year before we would see jerry kelnick and two years before we would we would see julio rodriguez who you know obviously is the biggest piece of this whole thing so right. uh, that's pretty interesting yeah um let just kind of wrap up uh how would you describe your current feelings towards the mariners in may of 2020 49.3 percent of people said that they were cautiously optimistic mm. Uh, 37% that said they were very excited. So mm. there you go. Congratulations on being right to the 37%. Yeah. Um, somewhat pessimistic actually had 8.4% of the vote and quote, what future <laughs> had 5.4% of the vote. What so again, future? we're at about nearly 14% uh, were either pessimistic or basically didn't want to believe that a future existed. Interesting. Uh, and then we have some thoughts on Scott service, right? Yeah. Um, simple, straightforward question, uh, agree or disagree. Scott service should be the manager when this team feels that it's ready to compete. Uh, 53% disagreed. Mm. Uh, 47% agreed. Right. Uh, so fairly split. Uh, but you know, most people believe that Scott wouldn't be the manager when this team was good. Uh, and I mean, you least, and I were kind of in that boat as well yeah. back then, because you, you and I were definitely not sold on Scott. And for me, I wasn't really sold on Scott until the the Kevin Mathers situation happened, and and you know Scott's response to that whole thing and being you know outward uh, about his feelings about that, and that earned a lot of respect for me. And and let's just face it, he's gotten a lot better in terms of in game yeah. management. He's still not perfect. But what manager in Major League Baseball really is, especially with like bullpen management, 
Um, overall, though, you know, Scott, in terms of being a culture builder, has to be one of the best in, in baseball. Um, and you can tell that his a lot of his guys really enjoy playing for him. And so he's he's earned a lot of respect for me over just the last couple of years, really, and completely changed my mind on his ability to, to lead this team, not yeah. just to the playoffs now, but eventually, hopefully, to a World Series. So, yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, we asked people agree or disagree. Jerry DePoto has the team on the right track. Um, and 87% said that they agreed with that statement. So, right. and again, that's probably, you know, some of that is going to be a little skewed because it's probably more reflective of our line of thinking, but right. uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so, you know, and we were, we were very, very positive about where the rebuild was heading around that time. And, um, you know, we're pretty excited uh, about, you know, seeing guys like Kyle Lewis and Justice Sheffield and Never White that year. So, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. All right. So we're going to look at how things have changed now in 2023 with uh, the recent, most recent survey that we conducted here in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories and you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got just the thing for you. You got to try Built. But Built Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think they're good for you, which is perfect for your new year's resolution and what makes built bars so good well for starters they are all covered in 100 percent real chocolate that's right real chocolate and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro peanut butter brownie and coconut almond i'm not sure how built does it but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they are healthy only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get yourself a box for years we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut uh, coconut puffs. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. So, Colby, let's get into these 2023 results for the most recent uh, survey that we put out to see how things have changed, how the feelings of the Mariners fan base have changed over the last three or so years. Yeah. Um, not very is, mm. is how I would. Uh, describe. Let's start with the. We'll we'll save the number of retirements and compare those and whatnot at the end here. Sure. Um, so one of the questions we asked in the second survey, um, you know, just a few weeks ago, was uh, essentially the same exact question that uh, we're asking now, and it's how do you feel about the Mariners' future? Seventy three point two percent said very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to uh 37% who said very excited uh in back in 2020 yeah. uh cautiously optimistic it was still 25.7% which weird really Why? you're, you're Why still not you ready to dive in cautiously optimistic after a playoff season weird okay. yeah 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 where you've just locked up you know a Cy Young contender you have two homegrown Cy Young contenders you have <laughs> An MVP Julio walked in, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like for 14 years, all-star catcher. But okay, whatever. I mean, yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's actually down though from 49.3 percent. So about half of the people. Mm. Well, yeah. 
you know, not the same people, but sure, yeah, yeah. That number got knocked down by about fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhat pessimistic actually got two, two votes. Oh, two votes. So, okay, I thought two percent. I was like, wow, no. <laughs> And uh, what future actually got one vote? And we all know that's Jerry Savage Depoto. So I throw that out. Sure. Um, so yeah, you know, ball that so, up, throw it in the trash. <laughs> right. So when you look at when you compare the two, right, the very excited group grew by, uh, grew by. Let's see, uh, almost like forty percent, right? Like yeah, thirty-six percent. Yeah, it doubled, and the somewhat pessimistic group uh, shrunk by about half. So it's kind of a direct correlation there. Uh, but very few people, only two people are somewhat pessimistic. And then there's a troll <laughs> who we all know. We all uh, of know course, who of the course, troll is. Of course, of course. We're on yes. to you. We're on to you, Jerry Savage Depoto. Yeah, of course. <laughs> or possibly Nathan Bishop. But mm, yes. um, <laughs> now the next question, this is as similar as we can make it to the previous one. Uh, agree or disagree, Jerry Depoto has a team on the right track. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, side question, the connected question here on the side is how would you describe Jerry DePoto as a GM slash president? Essentially uh-huh. as a baseball ops guy, right? As right. a guy who's leading the baseball ops. Yeah. 46.7% said he's great. Okay. 47.5% said he's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 4.7% said fine. Okay. Which again... Yeah. Explain sure. yourself. And then three people or 1.2% said mediocre. Let me let me put this as nicely as I can. Uh, if you're saying mediocre, if you're one of those three people, you're dumb. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Okay. And is there another answer? Like a, like a bad, just outright bad? No. Okay. No, I'm not going to let people troll us like that. <laughs> yeah. Because if you think he's bad, you're worse than dumb. And that's as nice I, yeah. as I could put it. The 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 great to to good conversation is is interesting, right? I think I don't know. How do you view that? How do you view like great compared to good? Is like great to you like someone thinks Jerry is like a top five baseball exec, or is it more just? I don't care I don't about like the tiers. You know, what I mean, like right. to me, like what is Jerry doing as a bit? Has he gotten the draft right? Yes. Yeah. Has he hit on free agents? Mm. yeah for the most well, part yeah, yeah. Rob, robbie ray yeah 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 right yeah robbie ray is he handling the trade market well yeah mm. yeah did he build the farm system from worst to best in the matter of two years yeah yes yeah, yeah. that's is the, the farm- most impressive thing to me yeah. is the farm system still in good shape and about to get even better yeah yes yeah is the window still wide open did he go all in at the wrong time and, and shave a couple years off of the window Mm-mm. no that's great. Well, there's nothing more you want him to do. I guess there's some people out there he should spend more money, but we know that's not his call. Right. So I, I don't even want to hear that. Um, but yeah, so to me, he's I, I get the people who say good, but I think you have to be willing to say, well, he's good now, but he could be great. He just needs to win a couple more times, essentially. Sure. Um, but any idea that he's fine or mediocre or below par, that's stupid. You're stupid. Yeah, you think that. I I think I'll just I think, say it. I think good is a is a is a probably the the best way to put it right now, or or at least the one that I can wrap my head around the the most because you know again like they've gotten to the playoffs, 
but if you if you if you don't want to add the great distinction until he wins a couple more times, I get that. I totally understand that. If the, if the team doesn't, you know, until the team actually as, maybe wins a division or something like that to mm, consider him great. As long as you get there eventually. But I think yeah. there are a lot of people who would like good is as good as they're willing to say Jared yeah. Burrow will ever be. And it also, you know, it also depends on what your definition of great really is. What's your your point of reference for that as well? Yeah, like, what are you what are you what are you basing that off of? Right. Again, that's why right. I kind of ask about like the top five, top ten, like the tier, just from a tier perspective, because I feel like some people would kind of view it in that way. And right. so, but yeah. again, I I couldn't care less how people view it. I really don't. Just sure he's good or he's great. Those are really the two sure. options. And for the most part, the people in our poll disagreed. We're talking about a very small number of people. Right. Um, but again, whatever. Uh, and then we have kind of our last comparison. Well, I mean, the 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 last just basic question, right? In our yeah. last survey back back in 2020, we asked, is do you is should Scott Service be the manager when this when you think this team's ready to compete? 53% disagreed with that statement. So oh. 53% that service shouldn't be the manager right uh when this team was ready to compete mm-hmm. so we asked a similar question now because obviously we can't ask the same exact question um right. do you think be, scott so. service can win a world series as the manager of the seattle mariners 95.7 said yes wow only wow. 11 people out of 257 respondents said no yeah, and I get it because no. I mean, like, look, I'm I'm gonna be real about this. I'm gonna ask a question to our listeners right now. Who else would you want running this team? Who do you else want running this ship right now? Kevin Cash, <laughs> Bob Melvin. Yeah. yeah, that's probably about it, though. I like I like Bo Mel. Yeah, yeah, but like seriously, like there there aren't that many better managers in baseball, especially like right. like there might be better around the margins, but in terms of being a a really good culture builder. And balance that with at least a, a decent in-game manager. I I would say Scott is now at this point. Sure, that that's a, kind of a hard combination to find in Major League Baseball. It's it's harder to find than than some would probably think it is. Um, and right. so, yeah. So it's just for me, like there really isn't anyone within the realm of possibility here that I would rather have running the show than Scott service. Right. Because again, you know, I could say Bob Melvin, I could say Kevin cash, but those guys aren't leaving their respective situations. So yeah. You know, like if I was to part with Scott service today, who do you want to replace him with? Like who realistically could you replace him with? That is better to me. I don't, I don't think there's a, there's a good answer there. So yeah, I, I totally get that response from, from the fans. Um, and that's the, the boat that I'm in. I'm, I'm, I 100% believe that Scott Service can win a World Series with this team. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's get to the... Uh... Well, let's do that in just just a moment. Real quick, okay. let, let's tell the fine folks about FanDuel, then we'll get into some of the responses about the Team Hall of Fame and Jersey retirements, and we're also going to go over a few quick uh, little spring training notes about Evan White, um, James Paxson as well. There was some bad news on him today. Uh, for those that uh, want to keep track on some former Mariners here. Uh, but yeah, like I said, real quick, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by 
FanDuel, the midway point of the NBA season, is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use, and you can bet on everything like the Jazz at plus one against the Thunder. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay, so don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. So let's dive into these numbers on the what fans uh, feel should, or who fans feel should be inducted into the Mariners Hall of Fame, which players should have their jersey retired, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What do you got for me, Colby? Yeah, so um, some interesting movers and shakers. Obviously, off of the 2020 survey, we had to eliminate, you know, each your own and, and Felix. And Felix, yeah. They're in. So some new entrants, though, into this. uh, But if you look at some of the the holdovers from the last poll, Mm. um, there was some interesting growth on a few guys. Uh, Mike Cameron, for example, is at 33.6% in 2020. In this particular poll, he jumped to 60.5%. Wow. Uh, So that's a pretty sizable leap. Um, Nelson Cruz uh, went from 27% in 2020 uh, up to 38.3%. So still should be higher, but it, it's an improvement. Um, Kyle Seeger. <laughs> mm. uh, Seeger was only at 47.4% in 2020. Uh, now he's at 79.7. Wow. Wow. So huge jump for, for Seegs. What changed? Uh, what changed so much? I look, I, I'm in the boat of, of Kyle Seeger should be in the Mariners Hall of Fame, but what significantly changed between 2020 and, and now that's made so many more people want him in the Hall of Fame? He was really bad in 2019, recency bias, and then also yeah. recency bias on the other end of like, wow, I kind of miss yeah. Kyle Seeger. Yeah. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, true. Yeah. Good whatever. Point. Should, should be any, any, uh, anyways. Yeah. Um, not in the last poll, but I put him in this one for fun. Uh, Franklin Gutierrez. Mm. Um, you know, only, tw- only 8.6%, which I get, but yeah, I understand. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Man, I Goody. love Goody, but, but I yeah. also understand. Yeah. Right. So here's kind of a, an issue with, with this poll, uh, that I mm. couldn't fix in time. Um, I forgot the S in Rick Riz's name. So I went back and I added <laughs> the S, right? But I forgot to delete the old Rick Riz. So we had such two a, Rick such Riz. a Colby moment. It is such it a is. Colby moment. Yeah. But we had two Rick Rizzes on the poll. And yeah. so it's a little hard to know, like, did people vote for him twice or. Right. right. So, but I just think the only fair way to do this is just to combine the two Rizzes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys remember back in uh, the 2020 poll, Rick Riz was at 46.5%. Um, when you combine these two <laughs> Rick Rizzes. Yeah. Uh, in the poll, um, you get about 79.6%. Okay, good. Much uh, better. Much better. Still, right. it should still be in the 90s, in my humble opinion. But right. yeah. But even if you ignore like the, the misprinted Riz, <laughs> like it still jumped up to 64.8% okay. compared to 46.5%. So, gotcha. yeah. Um, and then some other ones I won't read because 
somebody had fun adding some not nice words to the to the poll. Really, really. When I allowed write-in voting, yes. Oh, so, oh boy. Yeah, not gonna read the uh, fun fun little note here. This kind of backs up everything we've seen in all the other polls. Mariner fans mm-hmm. really like Scott's service, and they're tolerant of of Jerry. Uh, Team Hall of Fame Scott Service uh, actually got twenty three percent of the vote. Said wow. yes. Scott wow. Service deserves to be in the Mariners Hall of Fame, compared to just eighteen point eight percent. Said Jerry, Department. which I feel like they're kind of a package deal to the end. So um, weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number of retirements. Again, you know the Mariners haven't retired any numbers between now and in twenty twenty. So yeah. all the same entrance. Uh, whereas the last poll, uh, only ninety two percent of you said each hero deserves to have his number retired. In this poll, it was ninety eight point eight. Again, though, I asked the one point two percent of you, what gives? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Felix Hernandez in the last poll was seventy eight percent. In the updated poll, he's up to eighty six percent. So, nice. All right. some growth there. But again, what's with the other fourteen percent of you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know, just some others. Uh, Randy Johnson uh, went up slightly. Uh, he was at forty nine percent in the last poll. This time around, he's at fifty seven percent. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Moyer actually went down. Uh, it's one of the few guys who went huh. who lost votes. Uh, he was at twenty percent uh, back in twenty twenty. This year, he was only at twelve point five percent. Jay Buner also went down from nineteen point three percent to fourteen point one percent. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Lou Pinella again also went down from thirty two point seven percent to twenty eight percent. And then introduced in this poll, uh, Kyle Seeger, uh, who. Got twenty nine votes or eleven point four percent. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, there you have it. Right, like, um, I just I don't know, man. Like, out of like, I feel like Ichiro is definitely going to get his number retired after he makes the Hall of Fame. I think that's a yep. that's a no doubter. That's a no brainer. Felix is interesting, right? Because. Will the Mariners would the Mariners retire his number if he doesn't make the Hall of Fame? Because I think that's going to be a conversation that a lot of people in Seattle are going to want him, obviously, in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But I think that's one that he he gets hung up a, a bit. He he gets he stays on the ballot for for quite some time. Um, because I think he'll get enough votes to stay on the ballot and to stay relevant in, w- within that conversation. I just don't know if he's going to get to that seventy five percent ever. Um, but it's going to be interesting. How do you, how do you feel about Felix and the, and the hall of fame? Yeah. So the Mariners rule is that you have to be in the hall of fame for them to retire your number. Right. Um, they made an exception. They put Edgar, they retired Edgar's number the summer before. Right. He was voted in the hall of fame because it was his last year and, and it was all signs were pointing to him making it. So they went ahead and they, they made that exception, but, um, so yeah, so Ichiro will definitely be retired because he's obviously going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. Felix probably isn't, and he's got a lot of work to do. Um, like, I, I think the Mariners are going to have to put the same effort into getting Felix into the Hall. Yeah, that I think it's going to be a Edgar. very similar situation to Edgar. Right, but I think they're going to have to work even harder because Felix doesn't have as good of a case. Um, unfortunately, the thing that Felix is missing in his Hall of Fame case right now is he doesn't have like those tack on years, right? Mm-hmm. Where like if he had had after he left Seattle, if he had had 
three seasons where he was just a two, two and a half win pitcher. He probably would be, you know, probably not first ballot, but second, third, fourth ballot. He'd be a, a Hall of Famer. Like there'd be mm-hmm. very little debate. He didn't. He just the cliff came and it came hard and fast. And and basically from 2018 on, he was not that guy. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with a a really good peak, but a hard crash. There wasn't this like gradual decline. It was it was a hard crash. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to try and, and maneuver that. Um, I think ultimately Felix is, is such a big part of the Mariners history Mm. and he left on good enough terms, uh, that I think ultimately they'll, they'll put him, they'll put his number up there right next to each heroes. But I think it's probably going to be, I think they're probably going to wait and see, you know, if he, if Mm. he makes the hall of fame. So, uh, he'll be on the ballot in two years, I think not this winter. But the winter after, yeah, I believe um, he'll be on the ballot. And yeah, because sorry, it's just you know, it's it's going to be such a no brainer for for Seattle sports fans, obviously, for him to be in the Hall of Fame. Like I said, but you you look right. at the numbers and you look at the situation, right? Never made the playoffs, unfortunately. That's obviously well documented. Doesn't have any rings. Only has the one Cy Young, um, and you know, got robbed of two others, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, he finished with 54 F4. The the general sweet spot is about 50 to 70 for Hall of Famers, but he's on the mm-hmm. lower half of that. So, um, right, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. And then obviously, you know, had the the rough few years there to finish the career, and that kind of leaves a, a right. sour taste. In it's your it's interesting. I I my guess is is that the first round of voting the first year, he'll probably get between 25 and and 30 four percent somewhere in that range yeah yeah um and that's the starting point and, and it's gonna it's gonna be a, a long grind uh to to kind of um this is where old school voters might actually help felix mm. um just because they'll think about the peak and they'll think about well he was innings this time all-star and, all and yeah. yeah yeah innings pitched era mm. um you know he was an all-star eight times or whatever he was top five in cy young voting four times he won one Mm-hmm. blah 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 right like yeah. that type of stuff will help but um yeah you just i i know there's a lot of people who are like i only care about peak or i only care about longevity and and felix yeah. doesn't quite have a long enough peak he doesn't quite have the longevity he's kind of a tweener uh like i said unfortunately if he had been able to go and pitch you know if he was still pitching this year and he was going to be a, a one and a half to two and a half one pitcher as he had been for the previous three years then he's probably a no-brainer hall of famer because he's just accumulating these counting stats at that point, um, and adding to his WAR, which is uh, which is an accumulation stat. So, right, it, it's going to be an uphill battle. Um, and I I don't think his case is as obvious as somebody like Edgar's was. So, right, we'll see how many allies he has outside of the city of Seattle. That'll be key. All right, so real quick before we hop off here, just want to go over a few quick spring training notes uh, before we head into the weekend. Uh, some non Mariners news, but some news relevant to, to Mariners fans. I would think, uh, James Paxson, who's with the Red Sox entered, uh, spring training healthy finally. Uh, and he's unfortunately hurt again, uh, pulled his hamstring, uh, during his, uh, start today. Uh, seems minor, but, uh, yeah, just got a feel for, for Pax. That, that really sucks for him to, to get hurt again here. Uh, hopefully it's nothing serious and he's able to get back on the mound. Uh, Evan White. Uh, some more injury news here uh, with relation to the Mariners. 
was uh, Scratch from today's lineup um, against, I believe they're playing the Diamondbacks today. doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, they're playing the Diamondbacks today. Yeah. Um, Mike Ford replaced him in the lineup. Uh, Justin Hollander confirmed that it's mild soreness, uh, and it just seems kind of precautionary from everything that we've heard. So fingers crossed on that. Uh, finally, uh, just some TV news for you guys in terms of uh, how to watch the Mariners this weekend. Uh, they're going to be on Root Sports tomorrow uh, with uh, against the Rockies. That game starts at 12.10 uh, p.m. Pacific time. Uh, you can catch that game on MLB TV and Root Sports, and you can also catch Sunday's game against the Brewers at 12.05 p.m. on uh, MLB uh, TV as well. And the next two games after that, uh, are also on MLB TV. The one on Monday against the Cubs at 12.10 p.m. And then the one on Wednesday, they have an off day on Tuesday, but the one on Wednesday at 5.05 p.m. Pacific time against the Dodgers is also on MLB TV. So you can uh, you can catch that. All right, so that is going to do it for our show. And that's going to do it for our slate of shows this week. We really appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts just like us. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And with that, have yourself a beautiful baseball day and a beautiful baseball weekend. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.